If you don't love your hair, it's time to try Functional Beauty. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionalbeauty.com AMR to take your quiz and save 20% off your first order. As many of us know, struggling to sleep is no fun. And unfortunately, not sleeping enough can affect your problem solving, decision making, and running. Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com AMR. Skip the store, skip the lines, and thrive. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. Join today at thrivemarket.com AMR to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined by Katie Sneveis today. Hello, Katie. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? It goes very well. I did uh, some hill repeats this morning on day three of training for Missoula Marathon. Uh, I was going to say rumor is that you've already started, which is, I mean, yeah. how, what, what, how many week program are you on? It's a 20 week. It is the train Goodness. like a mother heart and soul yeah. marathon training level two. It's what I, gosh, I don't, I'd have to look back to see how many weeks I did it last year. I mean, I trained well into May for a late June race. So, I mean, I guess I probably got to at least week 12. And yeah. I remember uh, you saying that you got really far. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I did um, a 20 miler that mm-hmm. the 20 miler was the Saturday before they made the announcement on Monday. I'm like, really? You couldn't make that decision on Friday. Oh, uh, man. God. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I haven't done hill repeats in a while and um, yeah, so it was good. Turned That's on some exciting. music and it was, yeah, it was very fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's on your playlist this, these days? Um, I'm actually, I t- tuned into a um, playlist from the Eau Claire marathon relay when I did that at our retreat in, um, 2019. Is that the, yes, that was the year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Oh, got some Sigrid got some, um, Oh, I mean, it's a lot of things. Macklemore and, um, Oh yeah. Um, fits in the tantrums. Um, so yeah, good mix brings back the memories. Yes, yes, yes. So we're actually going, you and I are actually going to jump into the topic because it's something we can both relate to in one way or another. It has kind of a Valentine day esque theme. (laughs) Um, we're going to talk about couples who run together and it was prompted in part by a conversation you and I had, Katie, but mm-hmm. also by one of the couples who are going to be the guests. We're going to have three couples on, and the one that the couple that prompted it was um, Katrina and Justin. And I know Katrina through the local running scene here in Portland, and I so often see her and her husband either running by my house or I'll be running by their house and and see them headed out, and so. Anyway, so you were like, oh, Dan and I run together. So um, we do. We, yeah. we do. You know, we, so we, as, as you know, and, and some other people know too, we have three girls and two years ago. So what year is this? 2021. So yeah, two and a half years ago, our anniversary is November 3rd. Mm-hmm. We're like, you know what? It was like a snowy day in um, Denver and Ella mm-hmm. was nine, mm-hmm. almost 
10 actually. And we're like, you know what, let's go for a run together. And I was like, wait, what? Like leave the girls. I'm not going to get a babysitter. Cause that's a waste of money to go for a 45 minute run. Cause for the past, however many years, 10 years, we just have taken turns running. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's like, yeah, let's do it. And he's way, he pushes the boundaries way more with our kids than I do. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I mean, we can run, um, we live by a big park. We can run, we can get back to our house from any distance around our loop in a matter of like seven minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. six minutes if we're really sprinting, Dan could get there. So <laughs> anyways, we did that and it was so fun. It was just so freeing and it's, you know, we both run a lot and so it was fun to do it with him. So that kind of started our, mm-hmm. our journey together, um, which sounds and so it, cheesy. And it, so it was, it's your and Dan's anniversary as well as your wedding anniversary. Well, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Aren't, you cute? Aren't you cute? We're, we're just so lovey dovey. Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, half the time I have a picture of us, he's like 10 feet ahead of me and I'm behind just because he's just always on the move. That's not really how we always are, but it's just funny. Sometimes when I look up and I'm like, are we running together or are you just going to run ahead of me the whole time? Um, but we run together usually about once a week, like on Saturdays, that's kind of our thing. Cause he, uh-huh. we can't do it during the week. Um, and it is nice. Like it's the only time, especially during the pandemic, we were away from our kids, just the yes. two of us. And yeah. sometimes we'd talk or Lord knows we've all run out of things to say to each other. So sometimes we didn't, and we just had a buddy to run with and keep pace. And so <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's, it's a cut fun little thing that we do together. And now do you have your AirPods in so that if the conversation does lag, you can switch on some music or something or no, just if no, the, oh, no, okay. uh-uh. we, we never, we never run with AirPods. Um, mm-hmm. So no, we don't. We just kind of, like I said, I mean, sometimes we're talking about what we're making for dinner that night and who needs mm-hmm. to go to the grocery store. And sometimes we're talking about, I don't know if we could go on vacation, where would it be? I mean, it's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, it's the whole gamut of topics. So it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's nice to have. You know, I never, I think I would cringe if I was my teenager self and thought about, you know, exercising (laughs) with my husband, but because that's such a big part of our lives, it is, it is something fun that we can do together. We play tennis together. We play, you know, we try to do as, as many active things together, ski together. So Uh it's, it's fun, but it's not as cheesy as it sounds. How about you? (laughs) So as I write in the husband's chapter of our first book, Run Like a Mother. Yes. I have had both experiences since um, my husband, Jack, is husband number two. Mm-hmm. So husband number one, John Shea and I, we um, met in college and we were on um, the rowing team. And so we knew each other. Um, I mean, we didn't, that's not, rowing was not how we met, but um, he joined the team after I was on it. And so we knew each other very much in athletic settings. And Mm -hmm. so we ran together while we were dating and then when we were married and then, um, and I really enjoyed it. And um, then Jack, my current husband, uh, he and I ran together once while we were dating and um, he was living in Chicago. I went and lived temporarily in Chicago with him and um, so we ran along the lakefront. So beautiful. It was a bright, sunny day. We'd probably been dating for, I don't know, five months, six months. Mm-hmm. And about 20 minutes in, he said, oh, I need to take a drink at, from you know a public water fountain. And I said, oh, I'll wait for you. He goes, oh, no, go on. You go on ahead. And so I took it for what it was, that he was taking a drink and that I should run on ahead. Sure. 
and so meet up with you at some point or right, something, whatever. So, whatever. Yeah. 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 So when I told a good friend of mine, Mike, who I'd known for years, he goes, Oh yeah. I use that excuse when I run with a woman who's going too fast too. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, I didn't think that that's what it was, but it probably was. He just couldn't keep up with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so never again. Um, and- <laughs> <laughs> so you never thought about doing it again. Just like that was it. Oh yeah. No, never. Oh, well, I mean, Jack doesn't exercise. So, um, although once we get our Nordic track treadmill, he is very intent. I mean, he definitely, um, have you heard from Nordic track? When's it getting delivered? When's it coming? When's it coming? I'm like, okay, chill, you know? (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So he probably will start with walking and who knows, maybe he'll move up to running and, um, he adores treadmill running. He does not enjoy running outside. He doesn't like, he gets, he says he gets too distracted by looking at things. I'm like, uh-huh. That's the point. <laughs> That's the whole reason. It's funny. Cause I, um, when we lived in Chicago, cause you, that is yeah. my, one of my favorite running routes, the one uh-huh. along the lake. Um, but when I lived in Chicago, all I did was run on the treadmill cause it was so cold. And so when we <laughs> moved here, I was like, I'm going to try running outside and I can't imagine going back to it. I mean, I love running on a treadmill when I need to, but if there's a choice, it's always going to be outside. Um, yeah. Yeah, so no, I, he, I get it. Oh yeah. He can, he can spend a really long time on a treadmill and, oh um, yeah, more power yeah. to those people who can do it. Good. For yeah. Them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, so, um, I sometimes think back, I, I mean, I oftentimes think back fondly on running with John Shea. It was, um, uh, I really enjoyed it. It was a very special time. Yeah. And probably made me run faster. Um, he's uh, <laughs> about half a foot taller than I am. He's quite tall. Yeah. Uh, you're so. not, and you're not competitive at all. So I mean, <laughs> why would you want to run faster than the guy you're running with? <laughs> oh my gosh. I have to interrupt myself that, um, Jack made a squirrel table for me. Uh, which, I saw that picture. Yes, yes. So, um, and if people don't know, um, they're like little tiny picnic tables for squirrels mm-hmm. and so, Oh, we, um, once a day put nuts out onto it. So they come and have their little picnic and I already did it. And now I look out onto the squirrel table looking for <laughs> and, I, and I see that Jack is doing it again. I want to knock and be like, no, no, no. I already fed them today <laughs> because already the kids are like, mom, you're giving them too much. <laughs> <laughs> But could it really hurt the squirrels? I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like if they have a few more nuts. Would it, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So, and then um, I need to say something kind about Jackson. So maybe it sounded like a little bit like I was dissing him. He has now, so he made our squirrel table at my request. And then he has now made a whole bunch more and he is selling them um, mainly to acquaintances to, but to some other random people to um, raise money for the Oregon food bank. Oh, that's so, so cool. Is this yeah. a big, is it a big Portland thing? Is that, I mean, do, it, is that um, a, do a lot of well, people have them or? Well, the New York times says that a lot of people, they made it sound like it was like a nationwide thing. Yeah. Uh, Just um, curious. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Especially but during um, the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's something to watch. It's something for our cats to watch. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's quirky. So yes, I do think it's a little Portland-esque and I mean, um, Molly, um, my best running friend, who's a veterinarian took hers to the office and her entire staff was like, I named myself a squirrel table. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's sweet. It's like a bird feeder, right? It's kind of right. like a modern day version of it. It is. It is. So it, <laughs> it's just, it's just goofy fun. Yeah. So anyway, so we will not talk about squirrel tables. We'll be talking about couples who run and we'll talk with the first of our three couples right after this break. Stay with us. 
Why does it seem like all of us covet our friend's hair, wishing our own could be more shiny, thick, straight, curly, manageable? Growing up, all I wanted was smooth, straight hair instead of my wavy, mind-of-its-own locks. Over the years, I'd come to peace with my hair, yet since discovering Functional Beauty, I can honestly say I really love my hair. Functional Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulation for your hair-specific needs. Here's how to get started. First, take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little about your hair type and what they call hair goals, such as anti-frizz, soothe scalp, and volumize. Next, choose your color and fragrance, or go fragrance and dye free. Then Function's team determines the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it to your doorstep. Every ingredient Function of Beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. I had fun with my formulation, dubbing it Function of Bammers and making it Aqua Blue, a signature color of our brand. Focusing on hair goals like anti-frizz, soothe scalp and hydrate, the custom shampoo and conditioner feel luxe and smell delightfully of lavender. From the first use, my hair feels soft, my scalp is way less flaky, and my hair behaves the way I want it. Never buy off the shelf just to be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com AMR to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. Go to functionalbeauty.com slash AMR to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 20% off your order. Functionalbeauty.com slash AMR. Let's be honest, is anyone sleeping well these days? Stress is coming at us from all sides and most days it seems impossible to dial it down at night to be able to fall and stay asleep. Calm is here to help. Calm is the app designed to help you ease stress and get the best sleep of your life. Calm has a robust library of programs designed for healthy sleep like guided meditations, soundscapes, and 100-plus sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Priyanka Chopra Jonas, Nick Offerman, and my current favorite, Idris Elba. You can filter by narrator or theme, including this month, stories celebrating Black voices. More than 85 million people around the world use Calm to soothe their stress and get better sleep. You should too. Like I said, Idris Elba has been lulling me to sleep recently with Kingdom of the Sky, an audio journey across the African country of Lesotho. His gentle, slow speech lets me leave Portland and my work and family stress behind and trek the mountains he creates in my mind. For listeners of our show, Calm is offering a special limited time promotion of 40% off Calm premium subscription at calm.com AMR. That's 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library and new content is added every week. Bring on more Idris Calm. Get started today at calm.com AMR. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash A-M-R. Calm dot com slash A-M-R. Skip the parking lot, the stores, the lines, and Thrive. Shopping with Thrive Market is healthy without the hassle. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. As a Thrive Market member, you save an average of $32 on every order. Thrive Market has two new membership options, a one-month membership for $9.95 a month and a 12-month membership for just $5 a month, billed at $59.95. And I love this part especially. When you get a paid membership, Thrive Market provides a free one for a low-income family. Thrive Market has an amazing selection of high-quality, healthy, and sustainable products. Find everything you need, organic and essential groceries, clean beauty, safe supplements, and non-toxic home cleaning products, plus ethical meat, sustainable seafood, clean wine, and more. And their products are ethically sourced. Since we're talking about significant others in this episode, I'll mention that my meat-loving husband Jack was thrilled when I gave him a build-your-own meat and seafood bundle for his birthday a few weeks ago, just in time to get organic party wings for the Super Bowl, along with grass-fed ribeye steaks and wild-cut Alaskan halibut, 
which I'm actually cooking for us for Valentine's Day using a Rancho La Puerta recipe from our retreat there last year. Join today at thrivemarket.com AMR to get 25% off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com AMR to get that exclusive offer of 25% off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. So let me tell you one more time. Go to thrivemarket.com AMR. Our first couple, Gina and Andy Brown, live and run in Saratoga Springs, Utah. The parents of six kids ranging in age from 15 up to 28, Gina and Andy run together once or twice a week and have been running fairly consistently together for about four years. So welcome to the show, you two. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Yeah, we're so happy to have you guys here. If you wouldn't mind, we always start out um, a lot of the interviews with you guys sharing separate running backgrounds. Just kind of tell us what got you started um, and where, you know, how your running journey has progressed over the years. Gina, I'll have you start first, please. Okay. So, oh, it was about nine or 10 years ago. I just was feeling like I needed to start moving more. And because I'm super frugal, I didn't want to join a gym. Mm -hmm. So I thought, well, I can run that's free. And I went outside, I didn't even have proper shoes I had, I was wearing like, you know, Crocs or something. (laughs) And it it wasn't pretty, but, but I, but I could, as consistent, but it was honestly, it was thanks to my husband that I even found another mother runner because that Christmas he gave me two books Mm. And I read them and he introduced me to the podcast. I honestly, I don't know if I would have found you if it had not been for him. So um, I just, it just inspired me. I thought I could run. I I ran a color run, not even realizing that it's not like it is a real 5k, but I didn't realize like you stop and start. So Mm -hmm. because you're like trying to get the color thrown on you, you know, so Mm -hmm. you go through the shoots anyway. um, And then I decided I could run a 10k and then I decided I could run a a half marathon. And I did that with the um, Prove It program mm. several mm-hmm. years ago. And then I just, you know, I, I'm consistent and I just plod along in my little way. But And, and no more Crocs, right? And no more Crocs. No, I've gone through many, many a pair of good running shoes since then. Oh, good. I was going to say, I'm sure we can find a pair of shoes just, if <laughs> just we need to about. go ahead and do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Andy, yeah. how about you? Well, it, actually, my running started because of, of Gina. Um, when when a couple of my, uh, a couple of years before she started, I had a friend that came to me and said, hey, let's do a couch to 5K. I pretty much laughed him off the couch. So, but, um, no, I've always been concerned about heart health because of history. And so Mm -hmm. after about a year of her doing it, I decided, Hey, I I could do it. And the color run that she talked about, just the, the atmosphere of races. And if I had a goal of a goal race or something to work towards, then, uh, that's what motivated me. And, uh, and so, um, a couple of years ago, I got, I moved up to my first, first half mm-hmm. and uh I've run I think five half marathons uh up to this point good for you um I you know how did so how did you guys start running together I mean how did that you guys both are doing your thing for almost a decade so did you guys just look at each other one day and be like hey let's let's go together or, or how did that happen 
Well, so I started before Andy did, and I would mm -hmm. invite him. It was through a period of unemployment, actually. Um, mm -hmm. He was unemployed, and so he wasn't depressed. But I would just invite him. Hey, do you want to come run with me? No, thanks. I'm good. And <laughs> he didn't come. And then I don't really remember. Just one day he said, okay, I'll go with you. And I was like, really? Okay. <laughs> so then that started, like, we'd run once or twice a week. Most of the time I would go by myself. I kind of mm -hmm. felt like I'm a solo runner. Mm -hmm. um, for the first two or three years, again, I was mostly by myself and he would come and he was, I was, I felt, I felt this reward because I was faster than him. <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah. that didn't take very long. Oh, and then um, I sort of felt resentful because he started getting faster. But when we moved, um, across country, because we were living in um, Georgia and North Car and then North Carolina. And then when we moved to Utah, um, I don't know, it just kind of became more, let's run more often together. He's more um, competitive than I am and more um, focused on the training plan and let's set this race. And so then we just started, he would pick the races and we would just train and do them together. Because if it were up to me, I wouldn't pick a race. I would just follow the training plan. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, okay. So it sounds like Andy kind of takes the lead on things. So, so, but did you all set any ground rules or like, um, you know, I don't know, have they established as you've gotten more miles under your belt together? Like who decides the route, the distance, the pace, that sort of thing. And Andy, if you want to answer that question. Yeah. So usually I pick the route. Um, I, I geek out on all the technology and I'll, I'll find out the exact route to get the exact miles that we want for our plan that day. <laughs> and uh, um, some of the ground rules is, is I do run a little bit faster mm -hmm. and, but, but I, I feel like I need to slow down a little bit just because mm -hmm. I, I do like the Galloway run, run walk sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so she helps helps keep me consistent but then mm. i kind of push her so mm -hmm. it, it goes both ways we still mm -hmm. we still stop and and but we we usually are going at at her pace mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right yeah so so gina you you uh intimated this but also you um told me earlier that Andy's much more numbers focused and, you know, about the route, the segment, the driven, and you're more make it up as you go along type gal. And so, you know, kind of, you also said you're sometimes inclined to quit or slow down. He keeps pushing me and encouraging me to do hard things. So Gina, could you talk a bit more about that, please? Yeah. Um, I might, sorry, I might get a little emotional about that just because mm. I'm not a quitter. Like I, I'm not, I'll be consistent, mm -hmm. but again, I'm not, I'm also not driven by pace or by, we have to do this race. We have to like finish in this time. Like those things really aren't as important to me. Mm -hmm. And so with Andy being with the one that's like, let's, let's do this together. So Katie, um, I smile, but we, and my husband and I smile together when you mentioned your anniversary is November 3rd. Ours is November 1st. Aww. And so we have now done two races on our anniversary weekend. That's um, so cool. It is, it really is cool. It's a nice yeah. getaway. You know, uh -huh. we spend a couple of right. nights in a hotel. We travel like four hours yeah. to go do this race. And so it's just, 
it's nice. He, he takes care of the technical, the planning. I, cause I'm not a planner. I mm-hmm. just, I'm much more fly by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. And so he takes care of the planning. He takes care of even the nutrition. He packs a little cooler when we go on a long <laughs> run. Cause we'll drive, um, about 20 or 30 minutes to get to a place where we can do a, a good six mile downhill run mm-hmm. or on just a longer a trail run Yeah, on a paved trail. He packs the nutrition. He has all, he just, he takes care of, he takes care of me and shows mm-hmm. me love that way by just taking care of all of that. Oh, that's really sweet. I think that is really sweet. And I remember, you know, I, my parents told me when I was younger, like you need to find someone, a partner in life that you want to do things with, right. When you, you have common interests, especially when your kids are older and out of the house. And I think that that's, it's special to be able to find, you know, common ground, whether it's running or playing golf or skiing or whatever it may be. Um, and especially if you have a, you know, a guy who will bring all that stuff for you. I mean, that is, you hit a jackpot with that one. Cause well, we're, as see, moms, we're the ones packing all the time. So I know. Right. And, and as you know, finding someone, neither one of us came into this relationship, you know, nearly 30 years ago as athletes, as runners, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we're just college kids. And so it's just been in the last 10 years that that portion has evolved and, we like it. Yeah. So I think it's, it's nice to bring in a new dynamic, a, a, whether it's a new interest or, you know, you know, a new hobby, whatever it is, uh-huh. um, you know, keep things fresh. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So Andy, how does Gina motivate you or inspire you um, other than getting you to start running, um, you know, in your running life or other areas of wellness? I mean, how does, how does she create those, those uh, you know, the, the different aspects of your life to make you a little bit healthier and yeah well first it was her consistency she she would get out consistent and i and i saw um some life changes for her and so um that's what what first motivated me plus um to be able to go out and do something with her um a lot of a lot of at the beginning i was supporting i was helping you know when she did her first virtual half with mother runner uh, you know, I set up the route for her. I, I created the finish line and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and, and helped her with that. But, um, you know, I saw how much fun she was having doing it. And so, mm-hmm. um, and, and just, she, she does a lot of encouragement for me. I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I'm the one that geek out on all the numbers. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't really care. And so, but I've got to say, Hey, come look at this. I, I got this new, new PR on this segment and stuff like that. But, <laughs> so uh, no. And then she just, you know, stands there and, and just smiles and listens. So. <laughs> oh, that sounds similar in my house. My husband always is like, look at this. And I'm like, I don't even know what those numbers mean. Okay. I'm just going out to run, <laughs> but I love it that you guys, you know, that, and then you can support each other. And it, I think it's great. It's great. Whatever you're into. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so we got to hear about the 2019 haunted half. Uh, Andy, <laughs> you wore a tutu, which is I didn't think you could get much better. Um, <laughs> Gina, you start, and then Andy chime in as you see fit, please. Okay, so the haunted half is this fantastic race series that they that the company does in in two different locations in October and it was one that Andy wanted to run and he said I will even wear a costume if you want (laughs) and that was like 
are you kidding? You'll wear a costume. And he even told me he would wear a tutu. And then if it came down to it, I was like, I am not going to put my husband in a tutu just because he said he would. And so I bought one, I bought a tutu and he, but he wore, you know, his favorite college um, apparel, not like football helmet but a jersey and stuff and <laughs> yeah yeah we ran we that was was that our it was close to our it was close to yeah. our anniversary right 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 yeah and so it just it was joyful we had so much mm. fun they decorate the course really well with these little skeletons that hold funny signs mm-hmm. and there's at the aid stations there was trick-or-treat candy and we just it just mm. was a lot of fun skipping down the hill and looking at other people's costumes and we just had a great time. That's and so you, cool. and you got such an awesome race photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, yeah. Right, right. Those we did. It was it was a race not not without um, some pain and trial though. Mm-hmm. Um, my feet, my left foot in particular, had been bothering me, and so we got to about mile eleven or mm-hmm. so, and I just was like, I'm. I'm done. Like it, it just was really mm. hurting. Plus I was having a hard time breathing mm. and I didn't know why Utah in and allergy season, like it lasts all year long oh, uh-huh. and there are things in the fall that really bother me. And, um, I had taken a couple of a decongestant mm-hmm. that morning thinking I'm going to stop the allergy, you know, the allergy so I can breathe. And my breathing was bad. My foot hurt. We walked like the last mile and a half mm. and they escorted me directly. We, we finished, we went through the, through the finish line shoot and Andy shuffled me over to the medic tent and they're trying to get my breathing under control and my foot hurt. And eventually yeah, those medic people are so kind and so nice, but they're really, their job is to make sure that you're safe. And so they called an ambulance and took me off to the emergency room. And I was wow. totally fine. I was really disappointed that I didn't get to eat pizza and have a donut. <laughs> like, Priorities. I like it. I know. We had worked so hard. And then I got shuffled away in an ambulance. But but it was all fine. And apparently don't take a decongestant before you run for three hours. That's a bad mm-hmm. idea. That's mm-hmm. good to know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Andy, any any things you want to chime in about that? Yeah, so th- that was actually the third. I had I had a goal for the year to do three half marathons. There was a mm-hmm. there's a local running company that that had a trilogy trilogy medal that I needed to get. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. So so the first two I was more focused on. Hey, I need to get a PR and then, and and I need to do my best. And so in in doing that, I told Gina, I said, okay, just let me run my race on these two and on on the haunted half let's just let's just, just make sure that we do that one together because we hadn't mm-hmm. done a half a, a full half marathon together so okay. it, it was great we start the race together <laughs> yeah. but we didn't finish together uh, uh-huh. here, the, the gloves uh-huh. are coming off here uh-huh. get that get that helmet andy uh. yes. <laughs> i know how that goes yeah so anyways it, it was great because uh uh you know we like she said every mile they had little little skeletons or little markers and so we'd stop and take our picture with it and so that that one was really uh hey let's go have fun and and she helped me not be so serious about it and so it was it was great so anyways i was able to help her because i was with her the whole time i was able to help Mm -hmm. her through that uh last mile 
Mm-hmm. Aww. I, I will, my husband and I ran, um, our one and only so far marathon together in 2019. So I, I was like, well, yeah, we're going to start in this. Cause we didn't have a qualifying time. So I assumed we would start at the same time and crowd. So we went and picked up our bibs and he's like, I'm just going to jump over to the booth. And I was like, why? He's like, cause I want to move up. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he totally left me. He, he started like an hour earlier than I did because he had, I don't even remember how he finagled that, but, um, yeah. So he said we were going to run it together and then he left me and I'm joke. Cause I really don't care. And I was definitely slower than him, but it was pretty funny. I was like, yeah. next yeah. time we're running it together. For yeah. Sure. And it was, and it was Chicago. So it wasn't like that, you know, she could find him in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not at all. Although when we finished, he did wait for me at the beer tent and he had a beer mm. waiting for me open. So that was, that was very sweet. Ah, that's I, nice. It's a little things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I, it was open. I like that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So and, another, yeah. another story about that is we ran the peach tree 10 K mm. in Atlanta mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a better qualifying time than she did. And so I did go back into the corral with her. And so we got to have the whole excitement of getting started. And so we uh-huh. went together. Uh, but uh, then I, I waited for her with the, with we, the cool towel. We didn't, the July. Yeah, that didn't last long. We did. <laughs> no, not long at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, in the few minutes we have left with you, um, what advice would you give to other couples who maybe already run together or are considering taking it up? Because I got to say the two of you make it sound very charming. And so, <laughs> so now I'm thinking maybe I, I need to whip Jack into shape and get him out there. But um, yeah. So um, yeah, a couple tidbits of advice. Oh, I don't know. I think it's just Um, I think it's just great to accept what the other person has to give. And maybe Mm -hmm. that means you put your ego in check. Um, Mm -hmm. But also let them push you a little. There was one run that I wanted to, I was training for some half marathon. And so it was that, that 10K in the middle where I was like supposed to run fast, but I wasn't going to do an organized race. Mm -hmm. So because Andy could keep the pace that I wanted, I just said, you just run with me Mm. and, and make sure I keep on that pace. And he's not really a talker much. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a lot of silence, but on that day, he just talked. He talked to me about his childhood. He talked to me about hunting. He just talked and got me through that time. And that was very, kind of him to be able to give that to me. So mm. Mm. I don't know good. if that's advice, but oh yeah. That I mean, is that's great advice. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear the emotion in your voice, Gina. Um <laughs> Andy, anything you can um toss into the conversation? Oh just have fun. You know, just uh-huh. just set expectations aside and and you know make sure you have your your own time to be able to go and, and hit your goals. But then when you're running together, just do it just for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because can I just say, when he yeah. did start running, I did feel a little um, cheated for a little while. I was like, mm-hmm. he's taking over my thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, t- he's taking it over. He's now faster uh-huh. than I am. He's being in charge of everything. And I felt a little <laughs> jilted about that. <laughs> but to just go, okay, you know what? But it is fun. And it is something that we can do together. And he plans a lot of the things. And he does make sure I have good gear. So that's uh-huh. a thing. 
And he oh, brings nice. snacks. I mean, yeah, bring snacks. There. I mean, enough said, right? This. Right. Yeah. yeah. In a cooler. Oh my yeah. goodness. Well, yeah. you t- you two are very dear. You have a lovely Valentine's Day together. Yes. And thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Gina, so much. Yeah. And Gina, I hope to see you at a you know future AMR event because we had so I'm, much fun in Rancho La Puerta. I know. I hope to too. Thank you so much. Fun Sarah. to have you on the show. All right. Okay. Thanks. Yes. Bye. 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 Next up, joining us from across the pond in Dunbar, Scotland, are Rachel Beebe and her girlfriend, Joe Creer, a mother of two elementary age sons. Rachel has been a runner for about seven years, and she and Joe have run together for about a year. And um, Rachel, it should be noted, is an American expat, so that's an easy cheat for knowing when it's Rachel talking, um, because Joe has a lovely accent. Or, you know, to the people in uh, the UK, uh, they think we all have accents. So um, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Rachel and Joe. Hi, You're Sarah. welcome. Hi, hi. It's so nice to have you guys on the show. Um, we'd love to hear a little bit about your running backgrounds. Rachel, if you don't mind starting and then Joe, you can um, jump in as well. Sure. Um, so I've really, I'm really just a recreational runner. I've run a few half marathons and a handful of 5Ks and 10Ks. Um, but I started running when my younger son was about one. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly just to get away from my children. Um, <laughs> right <on. and laughs> uh, I had always wanted to be a runner, but never really, never really felt like I could be until um, until that time after my my younger son was born. So, so yeah. Okay. And then for me, so I always ran growing up, always mm-hmm. running as a child, running everywhere. I was always told at school, Joe, no running in the corridors, but I couldn't help myself. So for me, it was just a natural thing. Um, our family is quite sporty. And then so I really got into a game called lacrosse. And then at school, I was doing lots of cross country running, anything sporty, basically, I would I would do. And then um, so I've always really enjoyed running. And then I sort of got out of the habit. I grow out of lacrosse and commitments changed um well hang on joe yeah you're totally being modest joe has traveled around the world playing lacrosse for england oh, wow okay wow yeah. <laughs> we have a okay. ringer all right <laughs> seriously <laughs> she would put my sprints to shame well, but i'm 39 now and we're talking you know i was in my prime in my early 20s and then mm-hmm. yeah it was sort of i just um yeah, commitments changed and then I really got out of it for many, many years. And it was only since meeting Rachel, I reignited my love for it. And so, mm. you know, she said, let's go for a one, run one day. And I I suppose, um, I don't know why I got quite so lazy, but <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't lazy in other ways. Like I played golf and the more, I suppose... Um, lackadaisical sports were more appealing but I missed that adrenaline I missed the heart rate rising so now that I'm back into it yeah I'm totally hooked again so that was my journey into my running and where I am today oh my gosh lackadaisical sports I'm going to try to use that term I think <laughs> right, right. <laughs> oh, like golf or darts or something like that snooker <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who knows? Um, so we know you guys have been together for about a year. Did you start running together from the get go or, or kind of, you know, I know you touched on this briefly, but how did it come about? How did you really get out there and go for your first run together? Just 
said, Hey, let's go do it. Or what was it? I do remember because at that point I was um, quite nervous about going for my first run with you. Cause I knew <laughs> that you'd been out running quite a bit mm-hmm. and I hadn't, like I say, done anything um, of the running nature for some years. And so yeah, I think I can't remember if we'd been together a few months or something. And you said, because I do a lot of walking, I have a dog. But um, so she was like, well, why don't we just go for a run? So I remember the woods that we went to mm-hmm. and you were like, well we'll, do, well, we'll we'll make it up for three miles. And I think after about two, I was like, oh, God, I've got to keep going here. I've got to impress her. <laughs> <laughs> and then like two and a half miles, I was like, no, nah, that's me done. And she was like, OK, I'll just jog on for another half mile so I complete my three. And I was like, <laughs> OK, fine. I was fine with that. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then I think it was just um, continue from there, really. Was... Yeah, now she just leaves me in the dust. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we've the tables have turned oh for sure. God. Oh my goodness. So I know the two of you don't live together, but so talk about the logistics of meeting up and running. Um, you know, how does yeah. that work out? That's really hard. That's the hardest part because we don't actually even get to see each other that much, mm. like just see each other, let alone run together. So mm-hmm. um, between work and two kids and all the rest and lockdown, it's just, there's just a lot of balls in the air. And mm-hmm. um so often we run on like after Joe finishes her shift, she finishes sometimes like early afternoon and then we'll go after that. And then, um, and I'm pretty flexible. Um, I'm on part-time furlough here. So I actually okay. get paid even though I'm not working. Full Sweet. I'm a carer. I haven't stopped working. Put in the miles. So um but then the best days are the days every other week we get a Saturday where there's no work and there's no kids and we can just go for a long run and then we come home and we stretch. And Joe's also a um, massage therapist. Mm. So we give each other massages <laughs> and we eat a big meal. And then, That sounds lovely. Wow. Yeah, it's fantastic. Those are the best days. Sure. It's, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. So, so Rachel, in your initial email to me, you told me that Joe kicks your butt and um, now, we, now we know she was um, basically a pro lacrosse player. Um, so, so, so how do you to manage being runners of different speeds? I'm always intrigued um, by that dynamic. Yeah. Um, go on. Well, we have, um, so as you know, like when you run, sometimes you have really good strong days and then other days you're not feeling it. Maybe you've not eaten the right stuff. You've not slept well, or you've had a long day at work or something like that. So it does tend to like even itself out. And I think, you know, on the days where I'm feeling pretty good, like I push Rachel a bit more and then, you know, we have different, sort of builds really you know Rach is yeah. really good at hills I'm not you know she's got strong mm. legs mine are just a bit, bit pathetic really no but <laughs> you know so felt yeah. fast. Well, <laughs> so I think and then you know we do say to each other usually on the way out um on the start of our run we like to run together and then Rach will sometimes say you know if you want to run ahead at the end for the last mile or something then then that's fine so we've had our sort of bonding nice run together and so we always feel each of us has achieved or pushed ourselves as to what Mm -hmm. we want to get out of the run 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's definitely been times when I thought, oh God, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. But then I really had to like get to a better place in my head with that. Like my, like Joe said, our bodies are different and we're mm-hmm. good at different things. I have a greater potential for strength and she's got a greater potential for speed. So for endurance, more endurance yeah. than speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it's just accepting what what you need that day and being okay with that. And um, yeah, we've it's a it's just a joy to be able to do something we love together. So mm-hmm. I did get really mad at you one time when you went ahead of me, but that was really, that was actually about something else. That was not that was just like she thought I was running off in a storm on a like <laughs> grump. And actually, Rach has a habit of taking quite a lot of time to get out the door and actually starting the run process. Whereas I'm very much trainers on out the door. Let's go. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's a, it was a misunderstanding. Ready. I gotta get my inhaler, take my inhaler and tie my shoes. I'm with you guys. My husband and I are the same way. I'm like, I want to drink my coffee. I <laughs> yeah. just hang out here for a little bit. And Dan's like, up and out the door. And I'm like, no, no. I, and that has been our biggest source of contention is like, he's like, I just want to go. I'm like, I get it that you want to go, but on Saturdays, I just want to chill for a little bit. So you can go without me. And he always waits for me. But I, I think Sarah, to, to answer your question from my perspective is you just have to look at it from a, it's a time, it's a time to spend together. You know, it's mm-hmm. not about, you know, ma- naming your speed or really anything for me, at least it's not about anything, um, you know, achieving any goals during that run. It's really about just spending time together and he slows down or I speed up, or I don't know. I think it's, it's just really about having being together and having fun for the most part and, and getting out there and doing something you guys like together. That's what it is for us. Yeah, I agree. And because I mean, Rach and I aren't sort of training for a, a real sort of end goal, quickest time personal best 10k or anything like that Mm -hmm. like obviously we want to see our fitness progress and you know we have both just entered a half marathon which is a big commitment and kind of something to aim towards because our running has been ongoing consistently um so i think you know with regards to you know pushing each other it's okay that we we do it because we're enjoying it and each other's company and it's not about sort of outrunning each other or, or stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's, there's no competitiveness at the moment. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> that caveat. Not to, mention, not to mention that when she's ahead of me, I get a really good view of her rear end. <laughs> nice. Nice. I wondered if that would come up. You mentioned it in the email. I didn't know how to work that into a question. <laughs> oh, just a little flirtation is good on a run, right? Oh my goodness. Why not? Um, well, speaking of a little bit, given you guys are still in the honeymoon phase of your relationship, do you feel like running has influenced the way your relationship has developed? I I think I really love the fact that I found someone that I can um, do some some physical like activity together. And I think, you know, we, it does, you know, um, release endorphins. So there's that natural high after a run. And I think it, it is an opportunity to, you know, admire your partner's physique and <laughs> their ability. So I think there's an element of 
perving that goes on on both sides. <laughs> which quite nice. Oh my god, I love that. Yeah, yeah. it's like mutual appreciation. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that it's really nice to see to feel strong with your partner, but also like see your partner feeling strong. You know, mm-hmm. and to just be in that like really good like I guess it's an endorphin mindset. You mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. You guys mentioned that you signed up for a race. Which one did you sign up for? We're going to run the Edinburgh half together. <gasps> cool. Oh. When is it? Or when is it supposed May. to happen? It's scheduled for May. Yeah, okay. May. And do you think there's a good chance it'll go off? It's really hard to know. Yeah. Mm, I think it's unlikely, but I'm hoping like other races in the UK and probably America too, that they do a virtual version. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not something we're entering thing. Yeah, it probably won't happen. We probably won't bother, but um, I'm, we're, yeah, we're going to do the miles. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the race, yeah, right. whether it's with thousands of other, of other people, people yeah. or not. We'll see. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> yeah. crossed it happens. Yeah, yeah I hope so. <laughs> okay. So Edinburgh half and, you know, you have to um, allow us to be armchair travelers, um, you know, because when I picture people running in Scotland, I envision moors and castle ruins <laughs> and lots of heather. Highlands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, there, there's Heathcliff <laughs> right over there, you know, let's, <laughs> let's dropkick Kathy, you know, but, um, you know, uh, so what is, what, what are the um, environs like that you run around? Uh, well, uh, we live, I live really close to the um, sea. So mm-hmm. the beach is right there and there's a golf course we run along that kind of comes right up to the edge of the sea. So mm. um, it's really beautiful. There's one run that we do fairly frequently that's really pretty because it's basically right on the beach, but on grass because it's wow. a golf course. Mm. Um, and then there's some hills and woods that we go to. It's very, very muddy at the moment. Mm. Um, snowy. Snowy at the moment and muddy. Mm-hmm. So, But the actual race itself is... It starts um, in Edinburgh uh-huh. and then it goes round Arthur's Seat, which is quite, have you heard of Arthur's Seat? Yes. Yeah. So it's very picturesque. And then I think you run down to the docks and then along the fourth, there's a river called the fourth. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, so it's quite a flat race, which suits me. Yeah, it's flat. <laughs> I like, I like a, flat running. A net downhill, I think. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I actually studied abroad in Sterling, um, Scotland oh, a, oh, a million okay, years yeah. ago. And it, this just brings me back. I love uh, Scotland so much. It is such a special country. And I, and Edinburgh is one of my favorite cities. So I'm jealous. It's great, so isn't it? It's be fun to add to my bucket list someday. Yeah. Um, and we're so lucky because we get the best of, we're obviously got the coast and then we've got a place called Lamour Hills, which mm-hmm. um, we've got the best of both worlds really. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. It's beautiful where we are. You do, you do. Um, So advice to any other couples that are contemplating running together, especially ones that are dating rather than already, you know, married, what, what, what could you tell them? What what are some good pointers if, as they start their journey together? I would say um, if it's something you've both enjoyed independently, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I was just very worried that Rachel was going to be like, supersonic fit and I would <laughs> look like the you know the huffy puffy red face sweaty trying to look cool and sexy sort of dating <laughs> girlfriend um but we're quite natural girl like we're quite tomboy I suppose yeah. and I think you know I think it's 
good when you first start dating, whether you're straight or gay, you know, you do want to look good, but equally you're seeing your potential partner or new partner in their natural beauty. So mm-hmm. I think it takes away the facade of this whole, like going on dates, dressing up, looking nice for one another. Like you get to see the real, the yeah. real deal, the real person. Mm-hmm. I prefer mud spatters to makeup, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. I totally agree with that. And I think advice would just be um, just go for it. Like don't put pressure on yourself to be, you know, super perform, just enjoy it for what it is, the fresh air, the opportunity to, to get to see your, your new, new person in their, their light mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think, I think it's really important also to, you know, just be honest. Like if you were a runner before you met and you want to run together, there's going to be times when you want to run alone and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. You know, just be honest about like what you need that day or, you know, what you need that run. Like, and don't, like Joe said, don't try to impress anybody because that's not going to get you anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. uh, Great tips. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome talking with you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's All really right. nice to meet. I know Rachel's like, well, she sent you gooey emails already. Oh, giant <laughs> She's just like a massive <laughs> Sarah mother runner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh. Picture. Well, she she played it quite cool. So uh, good good really? job, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And have a lovely Valentine's Day. Thank, Thank you. You, guys. you too. Nice bye to bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, our final couple, the one who inspired this topic, uh, Katrina Gonzalez-Yuen and her husband, Justin Yuen. They live about a mile and a half from me here in Portland. Turns out that I saw Katrina running this morning. I thought it was her, but she was too far away to hear me yelling for her. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they are the parents of a 14-year-old daughter and an 11-year-old son. And Katrina and Justin typically run together twice a week and have been doing so for about six years. So welcome to the show. Hey, thanks. Thanks for, us. thanks for having us on the show. Excited to be here. Yeah, we're excited to chat with you guys. So Katrina, we know that you're a dedicated mother runner, but Justin, we hear you're more of a father cyclist. Um, if you guys could both briefly share your separate running backgrounds, we always love to kick off the interview with that question. So Katrina, can you go first and then Justin, you can follow her, please. Gosh, I think I've always wanted to try running or I did. And it wasn't until I had my second child, the youngest, that I finally dedicated my time to it. So that Mm -hmm. it took time to get there. And um, so that was about, how old is he? You already told me 11. So it was about 10 years ago. <laughs> I told you. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, my goodness. So I guess that was 10 years ago that I really, really found my rhythm with running and just stuck with it finally. Feels so good. Oh, yeah. Good. And, and for me, I, I was a cyclist in high school, actually, mm-hmm. uh, in the early days of uh, Dayglow Lycra uh, cycling wear and <laughs> picked up running as a way to train in the winter for cycling. And so I did one year of uh, winter track. That was my only kind of competitive running claim to fame and then did a two duathlons, but then basically since high school wasted my athletic prime and in a <laughs> bit of uh, you know, middle age kind of uh, crisis, uh, picked cycling mm-hmm. back up again um, about eight, eight or so years ago. 
and uh, really had uh, a ton of fun, but it really took a lot of time, uh, uh-huh. you know, comparatively speaking for the training. And I really got inspired seeing Katrina running and, and really wanted in on that action. And, and that's how we started running together. Nice, nice. Um, so, okay, so you, you, you saw the glow that Katrina had and you wanted some of that juice. Um, and but Katrina, you had said on the Google form that I have uh, guests fill out, you wrote, um, I asked why people started running together. You said, easy to schedule, company when it's dark, motivation. So um, what, what was your thing? What, what were you like? Oh, okay, yeah, Justin, you can join me. And, um. <laughs> you can come along, I guess. Yeah, gosh, I'm trying to remember if he was actually invited or if it was like, you know, as Sarah, I think, knows, I also have some really good mother yeah. and friends and spending the running time and talking, it's just nothing like it. So I mm-hmm. think he also, Justin also picked up on this kind of like relationship building and you're glowing and you seem mm. so full. Um, but I think, and but then I'm like, I think he was invited because, you know, our kids were little and finally we got to the point where we could leave them alone. Um, mm-hmm. and it was time that we could have together in the morning when we felt more energized. Cause you know, when your kids are still growing at nighttime and I'm not a nighttime mm-hmm. runner, um, it's not a great time for a date. It's not a great time for conversations. So it was like, oh yeah, I think I did want him to run with me because it was such a good time to talk mm-hmm. and I, like I would feel less scared when I was running in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so if my math is correct, your, your daughter was eight and your son was five when you started running together. So um, <laughs> did you just kind of stay in the neighborhood and, and leave them, you know, I don't know with the phone that they knew how to work or what did you do with your kids when you ran? Gosh, you know, I think though, I think we started a little bit then, but more so regularly when my daughter was 10. So she was a little Mm -hmm. bit older Mm -hmm. and then it was definitely like we're nearby and there's this one iPhone that you can use that has like, yeah, it was attached to Wi-Fi, And so you can message us if you need something, but really they would just sleep Mm -hmm. and or they could talk to our neighbors, but you know, uh, hopefully no one's reporting us to. <laughs> I was going to say no judgments here. I mean, we, we went out not too long ago and I'm like, did, did we leave a phone for them? Cause we don't have a house phone. And we're like, no, we didn't. We're like, okay, well, I mean, I don't know. Something, someone will help them. If they help them, help them. Right. <laughs> um, so who decides the pace, the route when you start that sort of thing? I know, for us, um, for my husband and I, cause we run together once or twice a week, we just kind of go out and we say, oh, maybe we'll run four or five miles. I don't know. It's, it's really very not complicated at all. It's kind of, we go on feel, but I know some people are obviously trying to follow a training plan and they have to really nail their times or whatever it is that they're trying to do. So who, how, how do you guys arrive at those decisions? It's a good question. Justin's laughing. I don't know why, but you can see. <laughs> I think oftentimes in the morning, like in the morning runs during the weekday, it's dictated by when we're up. We don't really set our alarm wow. <laughs> and how much time we have until like the first meeting or, you know, when we first started was how much time do we have until we need to get the kids up and ready for mm-hmm. school. And then I, th- I want to say that I probably always just decide. 
because I have my favorite routes. Is that true? Like, let's go by Sarah's house again. Let's yeah. go by Sarah's house again. Let's see if she sees us. Let's try yeah, I think and Justin, do you just go along with the flow? Like definitely. I'm like the puppy yeah. dog just going along for that <laughs> experience to be with Katrina and the chance to catch Aww. up. But in the early days, there was a little bit of trying to figure out, you know, what the right pace and flow was. So being <laughs> mm-hmm. a big fan of the Strava app coming from the cycling world, I was mm-hmm. used to the whole uh, Strava segment, you know, where you're going for how fast you can go for a certain stretch. So there's this one big hill in our neighborhood. And the first time we went running up it together, I started sprinting all the way to the top to try and <laughs> set a new record. Oh, jeez! You were going after it, yeah. Oh, yes. That did not go over so well. Oh, my God. Like, is, this, is this a Strava segment? And you know, going along, conversational pace. And he's like, I'm like, yeah. And off he goes. And I'm just like, what? what are you doing? Are we running together? Because am, am I, do I have to keep up? And I had never experienced that with any of my mother runner friends, right? They don't... Krista doesn't do that to you? No, she would never leave me in the dust for a segment. But and I'm like, what was that? And it's just kind of um, something that we look back at now and can laugh, which... <laughs> It's good that you can laugh and you don't want to, you know, get bad at each other, right? I mean, I might have not been laughing when it happened. <laughs> I confused at the top of this hill. We're trying to catch my breath, but, you know. Yes. Um, so do you guys ever bike together since you are a, a cyclist, Justin? Rarely. Usually <laughs> mm-hmm. it's a family activity, you know, on, on a, um, you know, the, the bike streets in town and, and a nice kind of weekend activity. But cycling is pretty much my, uh, my alone activity. <laughs> okay. I laugh because when you mentioned it earlier, you said that's a t- that was a tough one to, a tough activity to keep up when you had small kids. Because what is the deal with cyclists being gone for four hours? I mean, we can get our run done in 45 minutes, but I don't, it, cause a lot of, I live in Denver, so it's a big cycling community. And I'm like, thank God, Danny, you are not a cyclist because I couldn't handle you being gone for three to four hours on a long ride when we have young kids, but I, I get it. It's depends on like, how long it's like the lackadaisical sport of golf. I did it. I used the phrase. Uh, yes, you so, did. Okay. So, so my BRF Molly and I spend a lot of miles, a lot um, griping about our respective husbands on a run. And um, since that's not an option for you, Katrina, when you <laughs> run with Justin, um, um, do you ever run out of things to say while on a run or do you find that running is a good way to work out issues you two might be having or something you know that you can't talk about when you're you know when the the little pitchers are around with their big ears (laughs) (laughs) I guess I guess that's kind of the benefit of running with your best friend is you just you know there's no awkward silence I don't think we ever run out of things to talk about it might just be we don't want to talk and that's okay Mm -hmm. um Sometimes, honestly, it's like, what's the schedule for the day? We need to make a decision about this thing. Can we do it mm-hmm. during this run? And it's honest, it's so much better in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think we ever run out of things to talk about, especially since we're spending so much time together and, mm-hmm. and the world is in chaos. I think there's always, there's, I don't know. What do you yeah. think? I mean, I think things have definitely evolved, you know, as we've gotten older in terms of how we spend time with each other. So for example, like 
date night or anniversaries, you know, it starts off as drinks at night, then dinner, then brunch, and then uh, <laughs> early morning uh, date running. And so, you know, I think that it just gives space to uh, figure out how, how we're both feeling in terms of what we want to talk about. Sometimes it's light, sometimes it's about uh, politics, sometimes it's about planning for the day, and sometimes it could be griping, actually. It could be space to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. explore uh, what's what's happening uh, with each other. So, you know, that's the interesting dynamic of every run conversation, I think, is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you guys ever do specific workouts when you run, like hill repeats or intervals or or hit the track together. I mean, we know that Justin likes to leave you and run up the top of the hills, but do you guys do that on a regular basis or do you just kind of stick to straight up steady miles? Straight up steady miles. You're, you might be picking up on the fact that, well, we haven't trained for anything recently. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not a lot of discipline other than just trying to get miles in and trying to turn for the day, especially the last year conversational pace conversational pace that's good that's good nice but you all have done in the in the pre-pandemic times you did do several relay races together um i'm assuming on the same team um (laughs) so you know we'd love if each of you could share a standout memory or two from a relay and i just have to ask do you opt to be in the same van or different ones oh my gosh we've done them both oh uh uh-huh So we did one relay had to coast technically on separate teams, but they're like brother, sister, they're related teams, urban pups Uh and urban mamas. Uh Then um, we did Cascade Lakes in the same van, which I swore I would never do. I swore that I only did relay races to be with my really good mama friends, Mm -hmm. but it was okay. It was okay being (laughs) in the same van with some men. (laughs) It's different. It is different. different. It is different. There's a little, it was a little less nonsense, honestly, but it was, there's that other level of comfort. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we did Cascade Lakes Relay a second time where there, we were in separate vans on the same team. So we've kind of done, you know, three different, you know, permutations Mm -hmm. of it. What's a standout Mm -hmm. memory? I can't think of anything. (laughs) Did you all, you all didn't like hand off to each other or any of that? Huh. When you were in the same van? But the other thing is I can't remember. <laughs> well, my, it's a bit of a blur, but I, my favorite memory was singing karaoke at uh, Cascade Lakes Relay transition uh, spot. Uh, we had that portable was Bluetooth <gasps> speaker. We were serenading runners. I think I got serenaded by you, maybe. Yeah. Oh, do you remember the song, Sorry, Justin? I got you, babe. My son and chair. I'm more of a heckler than a. Than a it was heckling. Oh man. Well. You make it feel bad, Sarah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I love karaoke, so that sounds like a ton of fun. Um, um, so, and do you have any post-pandemic race plans already on the on the docket? You know, any relays? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, I mean, we do. That's because there's no end in sight here in Oregon. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> try not to feel down about that. But we do really enjoy the the relays are fun because of the people that we get to do it with and kind of the trips that we build around it. And so I think, you know, once that once we know that there might be one, we'll probably do another one. You know, that probably we probably have another relay race in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hard to tell. 
Hard to tell. Hard to tell. Totally. Do you guys have any advice for other couples thinking of running together, especially ones with, you know, kids on the younger side? Hmm. Well, it's funny, the questions that you asked helped maybe form this, but maybe take turns making the decision or decide who makes the decision ahead of time. I mean, sometimes we'll walk out the door when we do have time and I'm like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I think Justin, you're used for me making the decision. And then some days I'm just like, I want you to decide. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe come up with a plan if that works for you. Okay. I mean, I appreciate the routine where, you know, we have the, you know, twice a week, weekday runs where it's a conversational pace. And, you know, for me, it's, it's time to spend with, with Katrina and then weekends, we typically have, you know, the option of going with um, the friends or doing a different kind of workout. Um, and so I think it's nice to have you know, a balance that way and, and really kind of talk through the, the time, you know, commitment also, um, you know, like you're talking about the cycling piece takes up so much time that for me, you know, I generally only do that on the weekends now, but I really right. look forward to having the weekday um, runs, you know, on the calendar uh, with, with Katrina. Mm-hmm. So cool. do you, is it a standing thing like every Tuesday, Thursday, or do you just kind of see what your work schedule of meetings is shaping up as, or how does that work? It's for us, it's been standing Monday, Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, I think building that into your routine, it's really helpful to know, like that's typically when we can head out together. Justin's mm-hmm. injured Sarah. So that's why you didn't see him today. Oh Aww. yeah. I was wondering about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was listening to another podcast instead of talking to my husband or ignoring him. Um, I think, yeah, building that routine has been really helpful. Like we just know that that's going to happen. And mm-hmm. when the kids were younger, you know, Saturday is my long run day with friends mm-hmm. when I can gripe about my husband. <laughs> that takes longer and, and then Justin used to also like to do long rides on Saturdays. But, you know, you would have to come up with a schedule of who could go when. Right. And yep. definitely the give and take, right? We all know that we, we want to get outside so we can feel good. But I would just say the give and take is really important. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling a little sad. It's like probably for the last four years, we've been doing the twice a week. And I haven't been able to run with Katrina Um and the other thing I should point out is in general, I think maybe over the past, oh yeah, six years, eight years, 10 years, I can probably count on, on my hand the times I've gone running by myself. So I only oh. go running with Katrina. <laughs> so she's Aww. my motivation oh to, my to run. I'll oh, that's, myself. Nice. that's so cool. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, um, the pressure was on, but you two, the inspiration for this episode completely surpassed my, my expectations. So thank you so much. You did a great job. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And, and Justin, I hope to see you out there running past my house sometime soon. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Happy Valentine's day. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Oh, I love talking to each of those couples. It was, it's really sweet. I mean, I don't know if it's the lead up to Valentine's day, but they just all seem to really enjoy spending time together. Right. And they really look forward to that run. Um, And I think the lesson is, is just, if you can find something to do that you both enjoy outside the house, it's going to enhance your relationship. So Mm -hmm, kind of 
makes me want to go call my husband and, you know, tell him how much I love him a little bit. Oh my gosh. And you <laughs> never call Dan during the day. Like, never. I'm like, like, why are you calling me right now? Like, we've talked about that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, that was sweet. Oh my goodness. All right. Well, um, if you love listening to the AMR podcast, which we hope you do, um, please um, show us some love and hit that subscribe button. Uh, all this month of February, 2021, it, each week we're going to choose a winner who shows us that they have subscribed to the Another Mother Runner podcast and the winner gets a $50 gift card to the Mother Runner store. So here's how you play. Um, whether you are subscribing for the first time or you're already a subscriber, take a screenshot to show us that you're subscribed and then put it on your Instagram story and tag at the Mother Runner. Do that by February 28th. You only have to enter once during the month to be entered to win every week. And then every week I will announce um, the previous week's winner. Um, so our first winner was Debbie Sherson, who is an Oregon mother runner. Um, she got the $50 gift card. So yeah, so show us that you subscribe. And um, you know, if you can't figure out how to subscribe to a podcast, I don't know, hand your phone off to a child, they'll be able to figure it out or um, watch a YouTube video. Occasionally <laughs> on our Instagram story, we're going to show how to subscribe. And um, the reason is, is that when you subscribe, then the episodes automatically download. That works well for us from a business perspective, but it also works well for you because then it is waiting for you when you do not have somebody to be running with, then the podcast is just ready to be queued up and listened to. So um, uh, thank you in advance for subscribing. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles and happy Valentine's Day.